On today's episode of The Last Take, we have two guests, Jake Salins and Trevor Darnell. We have our normal slate of segments, which include our thoughts on Nebraska's win on Saturday, the NFL Pick'em, our college Pick'em, and the return of sports trivia. Armstrong looking, holding, throws out a flat pass caught by Amir. Trying to avoid the rush, he does. He has a first down, bouncing off tacklers to the 45. Amir to the 40, Amir to the 35, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Oh, touchdown, Amir Abdullah. Quarterback drop. Armstrong into the secondary. Armstrong's got a step. Touchdown. You are listening to The Last Take. The premier sports show for college students by college students. With hosts Dylan Jurgens and Blake Mace. How's it going everyone? Today we are joined by Jake Sandlins and Trevor Darnell. And it's going to be a fun episode today. Introduce yourselves guys. Or you you're, first. They're pointing at each no, other. No, no, no. Who's, who's going first? <laughs> go Jake. Looks like Trevor's a little bit too scared to go first. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Jake. I was on the last take, probably about like the the third or fourth ever episode, and like I've had like hundreds of thousands of DMs. Like, when are you gonna get back on? When are you gonna get back on? Hey, it's I was a like, long line. It's yeah, a long I know, line right? I was like, are... I was like, you know, I I don't I don't know. I don't know if. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Woo! Editing oh, should be easy still. So. So I was like, I don't know if Blake uh, really messes with me anymore like that, but uh, we back. <laughs> What's up, Trevor? This is what my third or fourth? Fourth time. If fourth you can. time. If including it's seventh radio time, show? If it's seventh time technically. Oh really? If you count the radio. Ooh. Last year, so. Well, I'm good to be back. That's all. I don't think it was seven. But. No, I don't think seven either. That's why I was surprised. Nah, but it's it's good to be back. Yeah. Well, let's get right into it. It was a little bit crazy week for the NFL. Um, there are some games that went better than others. Uh, Dylan, I know you're shaking your head right now because uh, you had a team that. Kind of blew a win there, but so what are your guys' uh, takeaways? We'll we'll start around with Trevor. Why does Dan Campbell go for it every single time on fourth down? That's my only thought going through my head. All it's weekend. awesome when it works. Yeah, it's a lot of fun when it works, but every like well, we went for it probably what four times. Yeah, especially right. when you have Riley Patterson in fantasy. AKA me. Yikes. It's, it's, it's rough that was a terrible here. pick right there. We're never kicking field goals. We never kick. We either go no. for it or we just get touchdowns. Yeah. Clearly. And worst so case. At least you get extra point punt. extra points, I guess. Yeah. So you'll get three or four points a game. <laughs> but yeah. Otherwise, Yikes. great week. You're Crappy Bears over there. Yeah. Um, I, fortunately, I was not able to watch the Bears game as I was I was at work. But uh, yeah, I watched some of the highlights. Um, I don't know. The highlight video was probably about 24 seconds long. Um, Justin Fields <laughs> got a rushing touchdown, and he also threw a pick six on a potential game-winning drive. So that was not ideal. But uh, we got we got the, we got the Chiefs next week. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really. Really not looking Whoa. forward to that beat down, right, Blake? Well, uh, you know, you talk about this. I don't want to skip over Dylan here, but uh, our 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 offense right now is not looking fantastic. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, and you know, we lost our uh, offensive coordinator, Eric Bellamy. Um, he's not here anymore. Well, he's not dead, but be enemy, be enemy. Whoops. I, you'd think I'm a Chiefs. You'd think I'm not a Chiefs fan, but yeah. So we we lost our offensive coordinator, and our we just have not seen the same offense offensive output. 
so yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I you know it's kind of funny. I was high on the the Bears are going into the season. I don't know why. I just you might be the only person on this planet that thought I, that. I I just thought that you know unless they, they're excluding Chicago Bears fans. Facts. I, I saw a lot of Bears hype going into the season. Yeah, I'm people are sure. saying they're the Bears fans saying Justin Fields was the best quarterback in division over Lots the offseason. Of just because do. you know they got what DJ Moore over the offseason. Oh. oh, he is your leading receiver though. Don't sleep. And uh, Chase saying, Claypool has the same amount of touchdowns as being a bear as um, Quay Walker does. So that's pretty yeah. sad. Before we go over uh, to Dylan, I mean Jake, you're a Bears fan. You you know, you want to break the news that just happened? Yeah, um, it's actually very recently. But the the defensive coordinator he he's out. He stepped down. Um, it's kind of unfortunate, but. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I haven't heard much about about it. I haven't read much about it. It's something I got to do on my homework tonight. But yeah, it's unfortunate news. Um, but you know, the Bears' season's already falling apart, so it was kind of, kind of, kind of not surprising. Mm-hmm. Well, we do know that his house was not raided by the FBI. So oh, it was there? I, initial I saw a rumor that it was initial reports were that it was raided by the FBI, but later yeah. it turned out to not be. But oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, like Trevor said, Lions lost to a team that we probably should have beat. But I just think Seattle's probably a better team than what they showed last week. I mean, last week they lost to L.A. by a lot. But Geno Smith's good quarterback. Our defense is um, questionable. To say the least. Yeah. Um, Aaron Glenn needs the Johnson do- out now. I know we've lost so much already that was this a, year. Our teams just beat up on each other. Like Lions and Seahawks just beat up on each other. All game. Yeah, I mean what we knocked it? DK Metcalf out of the game at one yeah. point, and then he came back, but he's the reason why they pretty much won the game, yeah. other than Lockett. But yeah, that was not fun. Now we have the Falcons this week, but um, that's not gonna be an easy game. I don't think. No, it's not. They're, it's because they're undefeated. So yeah. Um, I'll bring up the other breaking news. Uh, just recently, like I mean, last thirty minutes of this one was record. This has been recorded. Cam Akers was traded to Minnesota for a second round pick, I believe. So something like that, forty forty ninth, from what I read originally. Um, yeah, obviously the Rams don't use them. They use uh, w- uh, what's his name. They're back. Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams, yeah. Mm. They use him more than they use Cam uh, Akers anyways. So, and this was expected, so I'm not really surprised. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting uh, new addition to Minnesota. They probably could use it on offense. Um, they haven't necessarily had the greatest offensive production yet this year. Um, but also, Kareem Hunt uh, yeah. just got signed to the Browns, and that's kind of hilarious Ooh. because, like, I had Kareem Hunt on my fantasy. I'm be honest, it was a... It was a little bit of a brain fart pick where I was like, oh, I've seen this name. We're kind of getting later in the draft, and I kind of wanted to just one extra running back and wanted to fill it out, and I don't have him anymore. I have a Puka Nakua now. And well, that works out. That works out. Now until yeah. Cooper Cup comes back. So. Yeah. But, yeah. So up. Um, I've been asking all my friends that are Bears fans, hypothetically, let's say you get the number one overall pick. You done with Justin Fields? Oh, I hate, take, that, I hate that question so much. Do you take Caleb Williams at one? Um, I mean... Or how people are treating it, Shooter Sanders. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Caleb Williams, number one. I mean, if he wants to be a Chicago Bear, I think we let him be a Chicago Bear. You know, I think he's uberly talented. So I, I, I would not complain if we ended up falling all the way down this season, which it looks like we probably are. 
uh, to the number one overall pick. And getting them, I would I would probably be happy about that. Honestly, I mean, I wouldn't be happy about the season result because this was supposed to be a good year for the Bears. But you know, I would I would I would not mind Caleb Williams on the Bears roster. It is also a bit of overreaction. Who knows what's going to happen the rest of the year? So I mean, you guys could go on a nine game winning streak. Probably won't happen, but it could. So you never know. But yeah, um, get into our uh, pick them. I guess pick them. Yep. So uh, the first game up. Atlanta Falcons uh, versus the Detroit Lions. That's an interesting matchup. It's uh, 12 p.m. on Fox. The way we got it ordered here is uh, um, ordered by what time they uh, happen. So yeah, let's let's go to round to Trevor first. Uh, I got the Lions in that game, not because really of I know it's a surprise, but I think it's gonna be a close matchup. Falcons look like a solid team, but Lions, I think this is they they got a good team this year. So I have hope that they get win this one. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite uh, intriguing matchups of the week. You know, two stellar rookie running backs, B. John Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. Um, I don't know if any of you know this, but B. John Robinson is him. Uh, yeah. So All I'm right. really excited, and I think I think David Montgomery's going to be out. I don't think he yes. practiced. Yeah, he's, he's out for be out. three to four weeks. So I think that this is going to be the Jameer Gibbs breakout week where he we see him shine, and it's going to be really. Really awesome to see the two uh, stat lines after the game for Bijan and Jameer. But I think the Lions will win this game 31-24. All right. Got some scores in there. I bet you can guys could guess who I'm going to take. The Falcons. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking the Lions in this one. Um, I just feel like Atlanta, I think their defense will give us some issues a little bit. Offensively, I don't know if... I know Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson are a really good running back duo, but... I think what it's going to come down to is can they throw the ball, and they don't know how to throw to wide receivers or their tight ends. So I'm just going to, based off of that, I'm taking the Lions. I just think we're the better team, anyways. So, yeah. Jake, you bring up a great point. It's it's a, it's an intriguing matchup. You know, it is. You look at both these teams, and the line is only Detroit by three. And I'm not surprised. That's lines are not. I mean, when they do lines in the NFL, it's not by, like, a whole crap done. So. Well, and plus they're not at a point right now where you can just trust them yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, that loss is a little disappointing again, but you said, you know, Seattle is better than they probably were made out to be early in the year. I got to go with the Lions. Um, <laughs> through these picks, I I don't know. This this one could be one that easily blows up my face, but again, I'm, I'm still high on the Lions, you know. So, yeah. Let's go to the next one, New Orleans Saints versus uh, the Packers. Trevor, what are your thoughts? See, this isn't this is one of the really intriguing matchups for me because I think these are two decent teams that people didn't expect to be good. Derek Carr looks decent as a Saint. They struggled a little bit against a terrible Panthers team on Monday night this past week, but uh, Jordan Love looks like he's solid so far. So I make it with the Packers in this game. Um, I think they got just a little bit more firepower to get past the Saints. Um, yeah, the Saints haven't really impressed me with their overall overall games that they've played. But uh, yeah, they haven't scored more than twenty points in either of their matchups. But their defense has played even better than their offense has. So I feel like that's going to be the main factor here. Uh, they beat the Panthers, who kind of are trash, and they beat the Titans, who I'm not high on at all. Um, Chris Olave's looked great. He has almost two hundred receiving yards for the first two weeks of the year, which is awesome. Um, so it definitely sounds like right now I'm leaning towards the Saints, but the Packers are probably getting Christian Watson back this week, so that's a huge addition to their team, and it also is their uh, home opener at Lambeau. Um, 
So I know I sounded like I was going for the Saints a little bit, but I'm going to go with the Packers here in a low-scoring game, 20-10. to 10. Um, This one's tough. Like you guys said, their offense isn't anything to write home about. I think when they get Kamara back, that offense is really going to start stepping it up. And they struggled against a not-very-good Panthers team, in my opinion. Um, but, I mean, it's Monday night. Monday night games are atrocious normally anyways, so... That in this one, Steelers it's kind of like Browns game was the weirdest game I've ever watched. It was a rough one. Yeah. Um, this one's 50 50 in my opinion, but I'll lean as much as I hate to do this. I'll lean Packers because it's at Lambeau. Okay. I guess I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to follow the herd here. I'm going with the Packers. Um, they barely won over Atlanta, but you know, Saints defense is, is pretty freaking good from their first two games. You they know, didn't beat Atlanta. Oh, they lost, they lost to Atlanta. Yeah, they lost yeah, to Atlanta. Yep, one. yep, they're 1-1. One one. Um, but that was a close game. So I still am uh, still pretty high on uh, on Jordan Love. Um, just throwing no picks yet. But Derek Carr, you know, he only has one touchdown, two, inter- two interceptions. Not the greatest look, especially for, you know, some fans, um, especially Saint fan, Saints fans, looking when they got Derek Carr, that could be someone that, you know, is the highlight of their franchise. But... I, I think the Green Bay Packers are going to roll on here. So next up, we got uh, the Chicago Bears versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The, one of the bigger, the biggest spread, I think, this week on a game, 12.5 points the Chiefs are favored by. Yikes. And I'm taking that spread with the Chiefs. Chiefs are going to roll an arrowhead against the Bears. I got four words for you. <laughs> Justin Fields' legacy game. <laughs> he's five touchdowns minimum. I swear, I swear, five touchdowns minimum. Um, now nah, I'm just kidding. All jokes that's aside, clipped. I'm just saying right now that's going on our Twitter right there. <laughs> I'll clip that. That's, glad. A, that's our. Uh... I'm glad. No, but all jokes aside, um, Travis Kelsey, after a kind of a weak season debut, I mean he did have a touchdown, but what do you have? Four catches the, yeah. on the game. Uh, I, th- I feel like he's going and, off and a few penalties. Yeah, I feel like he's going off. He'll probably dominate the Bears. Everyone dominates the Bears at this point, but I think the Chiefs are gonna smack the Bears, thirty-one to fourteen. No, Bear, I'm just kidding. No, the Chiefs are gonna win this one easily. Uh, nothing. I just, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about the Bears. Like, like I said on here, what the hell are the them Bears anyways? Like, they're not anything to write home about. Justin Fields is bad. Um, offensive line, not good. Chase Claypool, garbage. DJ Moore is probably your only highlight on your team. I mean, Cleo Herbert's okay, but, like, that's it. Um, defense, I mean, maybe is a little better. I mean, you have Eddie Jackson, but it's the Bears. So, uh, this is not going to be close. Chiefs by uh, a million. Yeah, the Bears are losing. Bad. Um, the defense for the Chiefs have actually looked pretty strong. Um and it's just been the offense that has been sputtering, not getting you know consistent enough. But you know, early in the season, that's the thing with the Chiefs. You know, they kind of sputter in some spots and kind of just do things that is uncharacteristic. Now, do I think they're the team that they are last year? I, I don't know. Right now, I'm not feeling so confident with it. But yeah, last game was definitely interesting. Just a lot of penalties on the Chiefs, and especially you know the tackle Jawan Taylor. Really, I mean, he I think he had like five penalties on him alone. Um, because they really wanted to set an example of him for kind of the offset that he was doing. Um, and so that goes to all the people out in social media who are like, the Chiefs get everything, the Chiefs get all the calls. No. You know how penalized we were? 
last Sunday it, it was bad. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs. That are game gonna, was just bad. It was just bad in general. Yeah, but the Chiefs are going to destroy the Bears, and the offense is going to look like they're uh, fantastic again. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Las Vegas Raiders Sunday night football. NBC. Anyways, uh, all right. No, I think. This is going to be a defensive showcase game a little bit. I know Raiders' defense isn't amazing, but the Steelers' offense is just horrific. Um, So I think Steelers are going to win this off of defense with scoring a touchdown and forcing Jimmy G to turn over the ball three times. So Steelers in this game. Yeah, this is the Raiders' home opener, uh, but they just got absolutely purely dominated by the Bills. What was that thirty-eight to ten? Yeah. Not a, not a good look at all. Um, I woke up on Monday with my back hurting because I outrushed Josh Jacobs. Um, <laughs> he had negative two rushing yards and I had zero, so I outrushed him. Um, but yeah, uh, the Steelers scored two defensive touchdowns, um, but their offense has not looked good whatsoever. But I think this week is their best chance so far to do something good. Um, so I do have the Steelers winning twenty-seven to twenty-four and. Uh, I put in my notes that they're winning this game in overtime. Oh, overtime. That's a, that's a good good shout. I don't know this one. This is a 50-50 one again. I mean, both teams are kind of mid, just to be honest. They're just the definition of mid. I think one of them is a little worse than the other one. I'm going to be honest. The Raiders are, yeah, you guys started 1-0, but then you get blown out by a far superior team, which you're supposed to lose that, but you looked horrible in doing that, so... But the Steelers haven't looked good either. They barely, I say barely. I don't know how they beat the uh, the Browns on Monday. Um, TJ Watt, that's pretty that's much in the Nick Chubb getting. We yeah. only talk about that, but uh, yeah. If you guys are wondering, look up Nick Chubb injury. No, duh. or don't, uh, or, or, no. or don't. <laughs> that is, you'll get two. You'll get two different ones. That's either the one, one with the Browns or the one with Georgia. So. <laughs> uh, on the benefit of the doubt, I'm just just give me the Steelers in this one. I just think defensively they're a little better than the Raiders, and offensively Jimmy G is not great. Yeah, speaking of Jimmy G, also Kenny Pickett, they've both thrown three interceptions, and the I'm looking at both the offense and defensive numbers. They're they're so similar, like it's it's pretty close. Um, the passing yards is probably the only true standout in the numbers. Um, uh, Steelers have 227 passing yards, and then uh, the Raiders have 192. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Uh, don't know how they're gonna pull it off, especially after the brutal defeat, 38 to 10. Like you said, Jake, not not a good look at all. Um, but the Steelers also lost 30 to 7 to San Francisco, so they both have a uh, blowouts in them. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Raiders. The last one on our NFL pick'em: Philadelphia Eagles versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is the better Monday Night Football game. There's two. Yeah. What's the other one? I don't even Can't know. <laughs> no one cares. I think it's like Titans or something. Yeah. I don't even know. Let uh, me look. I have it up. Will Compton uh, yeah. would be oh, sad. Rams Bengals. Rams Bengals. You know we could have done that, but it's okay. Uh, okay. We did this one. This one's better. Both this were undefeated. Is a, this is gonna be an interesting game, but I think Baker Mayfield actually faces a very good defense for once after. Who they play? Vikings and Bears. The Bears. Bears. So he faces a good defense this finally this season, and Eagles are just so good. I think Eagles are going to roll in this one. Two score win for the Eagles. Um, yeah, I didn't get to watch many of the Week Two games, but the Eagles were one of the games I did get to watch. 
Uh, and DeAndre Swift is insane. And, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts is going to Jalen Hurts, if you know what I mean. Um, QB sneak. Yeah. 15 times in a row. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but on, on the other hand, Mike Evans looked unstoppable against the Bears. I'm not sure how impressive that is because it is the Chicago Bears. <laughs> the Bears. But, not you impressive. know, Baker, Baker's also looked surprisingly really good. Um, Baker's been baking a little bit. So um, I got an upset pick here for you, boys. The Bucks are going to improve to 3-0 with a win 30-24. to 30 and 20. Nice. Um, this one, I think the Buccaneers are going to throw deep balls to Trey Palmer. He's going to get 500 yards. <laughs> I like it a lot. Palmer I love that. Game. <clears throat> yeah, I would love that. But um, I just think the Eagles are better. Uh, DeAndre Swift, I miss him. I wish we used him better when he was in yeah, Detroit. I think the first so game when he drops that pass, it just ruined his That ruined his entire the, career in <laughs> Detroit. With the Lions. Um, but um, he's really good. Uh, my fantasy team says thanks. We don't need to talk about how much I lost by. What was it, point? Point one. Four. Point four. And point. who did that for you? Jalen Waddle. Yep. Actually, it's Tua's fault. He's garbage. Um, he's cussed, probably. He's just bad. Um, I just think Philly's going to win this game. Um, Tampa Bay, I agree with what you said, Trevor. Uh, this is the first real defense really Baker's gone against. Nothing against the Vikings or anything, but their defense isn't anything great, and coaching's kind of mid. Um, and I just think Tampa will struggle, but they'll keep it close. I think it's going to be a one-score game, but give me the Eagles. Yeah, it- they they both have convincing wins. Uh, one opponent, you know, the Buccaneers twenty seven to seventeen, and um, Philadelphia Eagles thirty four twenty eight over Minnesota. But they also have the close games. You know, uh, for the Buccaneers is twenty to seventeen against uh, Minnesota, and then uh, Philadelphia with their win twenty five twenty to uh, New England. And really, I don't know. You know, you got the common denominator there is uh, Minnesota and. Minnesota's just very at a very interesting spot right now, and it's kind of hard because they're, they're pretty mid. They're pretty mid, and they're, they're just they're close to getting wins. Um, but Baker's look good. Um, he's looked solid. But Philadelphia Eagles are going to be one of the top teams this year, and I just think that the way it's gone so far, um, it, it looks like the Eagles are almost already in midseason form. So yeah, give me give me the Eagles. All right, that that does it for this uh, segment. We are gonna. Take a little bit of a break, and we're going to do a trivia segment. It's been a minute, folks. Um, I don't know how long it's been since we've done a trivia segment. Last year. Since last year. We got four people with us. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be fun. And uh, catch you back after the break. from break and we got a trivia segment and the trivia segment is courtesy of Sporkle they're uh, little quizzes you can take not sponsored not sponsored <laughs> I um, wish. and the one we got for you is most weeks in AP football poll without being number one Ooh. and so the way this works as people on the screen can see you got number of weeks um, and the team that has the most number of weeks there's 21 schools in this in this entire quiz 
So whoever has the number one, which is 311 weeks, that is 20 worth 21 points. And it goes descending order down, down to all the way 111 weeks, and that's worth one point. And we're going to go around the table. There's a lot of Big 12 on here. <laughs> there's a lot of ACC. Uh, around oh, the, no, Big 12, yeah. But there's like four ACC. Around the around the table, and it's going to be a three-strike rule. So once everybody gets out, quiz over, and whoever has the most points. Um, so, yeah. Ooh. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, Trevor. All right, am I firing first? Trevor. Start us off, right. Trev. You're starting. I'm feeling decently confident about this guess. NC State. NC State. We're firing AC State. Yep. First. He's a homer. They got you got eleven points. Oh, eleven. I thought oh, they might have been higher. All right. Mm. Oh wait, can you not like is it no, just like well, the screenshot? We're probably need like, more than four minutes. No, we're gonna yeah, we need more than four minutes. So and I have all of them written down. So Oh, I see what you're doing. Yep. Um, yep. Um Oh, they might have been one. But So tally your points. Uh, pull up like okay. your calculator when you got it and tally your points. I'll I'll shout out the number of points, but um, team that comes to my mind is maybe Louisville. Louisville, you got it. The, They're at 143, oh, but that's, that's five points. That's day. Hey, five points is five points. I'll take that. Take that any day. 143. Look at that. To Dylan now. Who would be the ACC? That's a tough one. Um, this is the team that first came to my mind when you said this. I know they've been ranked, not really recently, but uh, KU, Kansas. Kansas. They have to be on there. They've been ranked pretty high before. I don't know if they've been multiple weeks, though. They were so bad for so long. I know, but they've been good, though, in the past, too. You got one point. That works. One point's one point. That was was almost a strike. Dylan Juergens on the board. See, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go up by one every time <laughs> yeah. just beat oh, all you yeah, guys. Yeah. All right. I'm surprised. Mm, actually let's go to there. you, Trevor. I don't – I feel like they've not been number one. We're going to stick in the ACC for me. We're going to go Virginia Tech. You have – everyone's going not, to – not you, Dan, but there's a little bit of a miscalculation here. But you got the number one team, 311 weeks. That is 20 let's points. Go. I thought it was 21. Nope, I – Miscounted? Yep. <laughs> Math is hard for Blake. <laughs> no, it says 21 up there, but I don't know. It's a, we, yeah, just you, you got 20 points. Let's go. So, I mean, the, Beamer, Dove right is almost right in the bag right there. Yeah, that was... When they had Beamer there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, they were good for so long. Jake? Um, I'm not going to lie. I was about to be like, wait, we just skipped Blake, but then I realized he has all the answers <laughs> right in front of him. Yeah, he just win. Um, yeah. You know, I see the Big Ten team. And there's only what one, there's only so yeah, I, there's only I have one. no idea. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at maybe TT Texas Tech. Oh, they on that's there? not bad. Yes, Texas like Tech. Like you get like, four points, Jake. Oh. Four. There you go. That's at 141. Um, I'm gonna go quick. I see the Mountain West. That has to be Boise State. That's that's the team that came to my mind earlier. When Mountain West. Yeah, outside Dylan. Of- Hold on one second. I gotta I gotta readjust the the points. So <laughs> don't don't tell him about time up when we're when I was thinking non power five. I skipped Boise. over one. I so. would have done this faster. Hurry up. <laughs> I know. Give me a second. I'm sorry. I would have just played it and just kept resetting it. Well, then or we turn off the, the TV. Uh, like, yeah. There's a way oh, to do wow. it. Yeah. I would just type it out onto a Google Doc. Hold on. I'm in my notes. Give me give me two seconds. Three <sighs> seconds. Four seconds. Five seconds. A little bit of time oh. editing out. 
but we should play Hispanic American actresses by TV show next. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, that's I think a we should. That's, that's a great not one. a bad idea. Or Big Four How Champs of 2000. There's only one FCC school. One big yeah, that'll be so the Big those? Ten one's gonna be really tough. I have okay. a I, team I can't, in mind. I have a team too, but I'm not for sure if they're up there because there's so many teams that I could, definitely could be there. But Nebraska, yeah. There's <laughs> no. I think there was like there was like like a 18 week streak where we were number one in yeah. the country. So like. All right, now we got it. We got the boys. Oh. Okay, okay. Let's go, baby. So, so what was your guess, Dylan? <laughs> the, Mountain West, the Mountain West, that has to be Boise State. You get State. seven points. That's yeah, 165 weeks. I knew. Weeks. I knew. It has to be Boise State. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go, Trevor. I got a whopping eight points. Let's go. Wait, you guessed Texas Tech. So I'm going to go. Oh, this is this is tough. Yeah, this is where it starts to get a little difficult. What was the other one you had, Dylan? Kansas is one. Kansas, yep, one point. Yep, I have that right there. We're going to go... I feel like the ACC is just so safe. There's a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, Trevor, you're sitting at 21. You, I mean, you got... I'm, I'm thinking about taking a You got swing, 31 but. points. I think he almost clinched it at this point. Yeah. It's getting close. Yeah, if he gets another AC, the top not, ACC, he clinches it. We're going to go... To the Pac-12. This is a Ooh, little bit of a stretch Pac-Man. guess, maybe. But UCLA, I don't feel like they've been one before. I'm not sure if they've been ranked enough. Nope. No. Damn. Bro. TV's Hold on one off. second. You got keep going. Jeez. All right, Trevor, go. Huh? You, got a, you got a strike. Yeah. Yep, that's one strike for you, Trevor. Unfortunate, unfortunate. Jake. Oh, me? Um. Can you turn the TV back on so yep. we can see the teams? Yep. Please. Hold on one second. Jeez. This dude, man. This dude doesn't know how to run. Crap. Oh, okay, I got it. Blake, act like you've been here before, man. <laughs> Jeez. Come on, man. <laughs> Falling asleep over here, Blake. Okay. All right, what'd you say? Uh, could you get the thing off yeah. the screen so we can see <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, there we go. All right. Jake, Jake, go. Um, oh, they, they, they've been up there a lot, but I don't know my... I don't know my... NCAA history that well, but Baylor? You get 14 points. Oh, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. 26 weeks. This one's really tough. Uh, ACC schools, there's a lot of them, but like, I don't know which ones. Um, The American. Who would? There's two. There's only two I can think of right now. UCF. Nope. What? American? Okay, whatever. <laughs> UCF isn't in the American Conference. UCF's in Big 12 now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't know when this was made. This could have yeah. been made when it was the big, they were in America. I think it's, I think it's a pretty recent one. I'd... Okay, you should have prefaced that. That's BS. I well, called UCF, so I didn't say conference. I just said UCF. Well, yeah, you, they're yeah. not one. Okay. Yeah, so. they're, they're, no, I wasn't, no, it... Okay. It doesn't matter. I got you. As long as you get the I team. got you. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. Jeez. Trevor, go, Ooh. please. We're going to fire K-State. K-State? You get 15 points, my Ooh, boy. You get unlocked. at 230. Go. He won. It's it's pretty much it. He probably um, just won there. Unless he strikes out. Yeah. Then you lose won. all your points. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. You, know, if you, <laughs> you strike out, you lose yeah. all your points. Oh, yes. On, no, We're no, adding no, that. No, no, no. That's kind of fire, actually. Yeah. Um, I can... I can 
Can we, we got a lot of more. We right? really didn't need to Houston, do points. Houston, American, no. right? Houston's an American. Is that? <laughs> yes, they are. Oh, they're <laughs> technically in the Big Twelve now, but but you say is that Houston your pick? Yeah. You get 13 points. Oh, what? Yep. Two or, 203 weeks. <laughs> the one American team I could think of. But you said, okay. what, 13? You get 13 points. Okay. You shouldn't, we shouldn't have done a uh, point. But but, who cares? It's too late now. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> for some reason, this team comes to my mind. Uh, they've won, never won a national championship. Oklahoma State. Ooh. Yes, sir. I was just saying, they have 16 to be on there. points. They have to be on there. They're at, they have 282 weeks. Nice. No, now I don't want to strike out. Now this has changed my yeah, life. So you have you one, have one, you have one strike. One strike. Yep. So yeah. me and Trevor are the only ones that have strikes right now. Yeah. Um, we're going to fire We're gonna fire UNC. The Tar Heels. North Carolina? Yeah. Definitely been. Yeah. That's I was going to say they've definitely been number one. Oh. I think they really? would. I think oh, this one they had Mac Brown the first time. <sighs> I didn't think they ever got that good. Well, they never won a national championship. They just yeah. been number one at one point. That's, oh. um, I'll go. I'll go down the road from UNC. I'll. I'll say Duke. They, they're no they're way. terrible. No way. No, that's a bad pick. I'll. No, whatever. I said it. You said Duke. You get nine points. What? I'm. I'm him. They've been. They've been raked in the past. Yeah, like but a long time ago. Seventy-two weeks. Hundred forty. This is an AP, so I got to remember that. Yeah. So some of this is coach. Uh, some of the like split national championships is coaches, but I'm assuming whenever if they're a part of that, they've been number one before. And these teams who have been ranked, that's a little bit of the preface. Yeah, the running of it. Um, hmm. let's see. I did Big Twelve last time. I don't want to take a shot in the Big Tens because that's a do shot it. in the that's, dark. Do yeah. it. <laughs> I have like fire, three fire, teams fire. and I can't. I can't do it. Um, let me think. Big Twelve. I don't mean to make it so quiet. Trying no, to think. We're all trying to think. Um, this, that was fun. ACC, that's tough. Who's that 306? <laughs> there are two teams tied 306. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm talking about ACC, yeah, so yeah, I ACC. know. Um... <laughs> looking up I, the ACC. I'm looking at uh, teams here. Um, ACC. Um, I'm gonna throw out a Syracuse. No, I was gonna say they've probably gotten a yeah. national that's championship in the past. Two. Yeah, that's, I'm sure they got a national championship in the past. That was a bad guess. Damn it! I'm gonna fire Virginia. They Six suck. ACC, Virginia. So that's strike three. Trevor, that's strike three. You're Dang. out. Oh, you, lose all you the have points. no strikes. I, I have, have two. No oh. strikes. So Trevor just <laughs> no. gets zero. He just gets last. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of. But we can't get those other points. So yeah, it's facts. Um, thirty-six points before them. I'm at the clutch up here. I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the Pac-12 because there's like what, the one. There's, Pac-12. There's a ton of teams here. Um, <laughs> decision decisions. I keep seeing Big Ten because it's like it's like it's by itself. Right it's like by itself at the bottom, and it just like keeps popping. You in my take head. a shot. No, that has to be that has to be a game winner if that comes to that. Um, 
So you have teams that are like and that's been, worth eleven points right there. I'm, I'm having like I'm just thinking of teams that maybe were decent in the past. Arizona, you get eight points. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. This could be the game. This could. This could be the game right here. Right here. I got a team. They've never been number one, but they've been close. TCU. Ooh, that's. They've never been number one unless they did it in like the nineties. When they were with the Mountain that's, West, that's strike three. What they've yep. been number one? Is it really? And you, you guys want to see? Yes. See wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh never wait, mind. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I want to. I want to. Let's try to figure Patrick, out the. Let's try yeah. to figure out the Big Ten one really quick. Purdue. I know which one. Is no. Nope. Oh, you, Northwestern. Oh, yeah, no. Nope. I looked at it. So I know. Indiana. No. Nope. Mich- no, Michigan State's been number one. Um, Nebraska. <laughs> um, just give it up. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna Illinois. Know. Illinois. What? Oh. They've been there. Been terrible. All West time. Virginia. Oh, that would have been. So there easy. we go. All right, dude. I'm a. Okay, let's just say you can edit this out. If the conferences, I can edit this out. I'm a dumbass. If the conferences, <laughs> I'm literally were not, a dumbass. If the conferences were not on here, I'm probably getting like yeah, maybe one team. Dude, yeah, that was. <laughs> dude, I can't believe you said Georgia Tech before this, and you wrote yourself off, and they were number two. You okay. got 20 points. <laughs> okay, so what they were. So they shared a national championship with Colorado yeah, they in 91. Were, mm-hmm. So I didn't think they'd they be number one. I thought they'd be number one at some point that year. Yep. But I guess Colorado had been number one that year pretty much the entire year. So yep. I guess that makes sense because they must have been coaches. And, yeah, remember with the uh, – yeah, just the, these quizzes uh, sometimes – Is this the only one you have? Yeah, that's the only one I have. Right. And it, it took up a good amount of time and you had it down. So just a little fun thing. Um that was a, Let's that was unplug a good this. One. That was a difficult one. Get back to our regularly scheduled program. We're gonna take a. Can you, uh, we'll take a break yeah. and then we'll move to the college football segment, which Dylan is gonna host. Yeah. Oh, Dylan Jurgens. Welcome back to the last take. So we're gonna start our college football segment. So we'll start off. Um, Trevor, you can go first. Uh, takeaways from Week Three, excluding Nebraska. So anything that stood out to you, maybe a score or whatever. So go ahead. it was a little bit of a scary week for the top teams uh, with Georgia losing at halftime. Ended up winning pretty solidly, not surprisingly. By FSU almost lost to a very bad Boston College team. And Bama was losing at halftime to USF. Which so, is really bad. Yeah. So, scary for top teams. Um, Michigan but, didn't play well. Yeah. It, it was a it was an interesting week. But my biggest takeaway is how long until Colorado crumbles down? We can talk about that in yeah. about 10 minutes here when we picked that because oh, yeah, Colorado's probably going to lose. I, f- I forgot we're picking that. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, those are my takeaways. Scary for top teams. Yeah, one thing I wanted to say was uh, Shador Sanders went Brady mode on him. Yeah, he did. Shush. Yeah, he did. I know he did. Uh, honestly, uh, me and Trevor watched that game together. Um, that game took probably about like 10 years off of each of our lives. Yeah. Just because. Colorado State throwing it away. Colorado State had like two opportunities to go for it on fourth down or go for a two-point conversion overtime win the game. They played it safe, didn't, and... Uh, yeah, they ended up losing, which kind of sucked. Yeah. But um, the one thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Washington. I absolutely love Michael Penix Jr. 
He has 12 touchdowns, one interception on the year. Although they haven't played like real competition yet, but I think this week they still beat a power they, five they opponent. Still, they still killed all three of their opponents. Yeah, um, but they play Cal this week. They're gonna kill them. Oh they play Lord. Arizona next. They're gonna kill oh them. Oh my Lord! And then they play Oregon in, a, in like three or four weeks. So I think that's the game that I am really looking forward to, even though it's not for a little bit. But I think that will might be one of my favorite games of the entire year. As I say, Michael Penix leads the country in yards and touchdowns. He is beating the last year's Heisman winner, Caleb Williams. Um, takeaways I had: sixty-one yarder for the win. Mizzou beats Kansas State. We watched that one live, which was nuts. We I did not think he was going to limp that in because he's barely barely making like these forty yarders at the beginning of the, earlier in the game, and he just. I think he just put everything on. He sailed it in there, and that's what I was surprised about. That would have been looks, good from like sixty-five, probably. Dude, it looks so effortlessly, and that's where I was like, I was just shocked because like it just seemed like it was just so easy. It was a part of the script. That's what the coach said. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, remember the coach? What did what, what did he do before that? He, uh, um, because remember he got like backed up or something like that. There's kind of a weird situation with Missouri's coach where like he there was like a dumb situation. I don't, I don't remember if they they ran an extra play or something like that. Or I don't know. I can't remember, but they got backed up further than they were had to be. I think it was a penalty. Penalty, yeah. Yeah. Um, he did make a comment though. <laughs> Missouri's home fans were booing their starting quarterback oh, yeah, Brady that Cook. Was sad. That's really sad. Um, he's a good quarterback too, which is really disappointing. Um, Penn State struggling for a while against Illinois. He, they kind of pulled away, but Illinois stuck with them. Um, I know you said Michigan like didn't look good. They definitely didn't. Well, J.J. McCarthy threw, what, three interceptions? Three interceptions. That's yes. not good. That's not good day. against Bowling Green, yeah. but they did win 31-6, to so who cares? So they won. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I I still think overall, if you look at, if you penalize other teams, I know we've talked about this, Dylan, before, if you penalize other teams for not having great performances, I think Michigan should be in the same boat. But my, yeah. my game that stood out to me was definitely uh, Colorado versus Colorado State. <laughs> Look at the win probability. It looks exactly like what Nebraska was. Literally 90, 97% for Colorado State at one point. And they just had a lot of penalties. I think that's what hurt them the most. And 14. 14 penalties, especially late. They're kind of they're kind of became more iffy penalties. And it's just like they're all on one team, really. It's stacked up against Colorado State. And, yeah, they kind of shot themselves in the foot. Um, but I didn't watch overtime because I knew they were going to lose in overtime. That's just how those games go, like, if it's an underdog team, kind of like, you know, obviously Colorado State was a huge underdog going into this game. Uh, it was already late, and I'm like, I'm not staying up to watch overtime. I don't know what's going to happen. And they kind of they kind of got in a crappy situation and wasn't able to convert on the two-point conversions. So, yeah. we didn't, I didn't bring this up. Iowa scored more than 20 points. Yeah. It was, more than 30. It was looking rough there for a little bit. 41 points. Yeah. But offensive that offensive game for both teams were horrible. Leading passer was Western Michigan's quarterback. He had 124 yards. Solid. That's bad. <laughs> oh, also Georgia Southern's quarterback throwing like what? Five interceptions. Five, yeah, they five were bad interceptions. Oh they were bad. Yeah. Definitely not the quarterback they had last year, that's for sure. Yeah, Kyle Van Trees is nowhere to be found. So mm. he's not on that team anymore. Uh, Iowa State losing to Ohio on the road. And they had a field goal. Where they were kicked a field goal and they missed. Yeah. Well, to, they, to it should it have been good. It was actually yeah, good, was, I think. I'm pretty sure it was. Because it went it like, directly over the top. Yeah, I think they probably should have called that yeah. good. But, uh, well, you lost. Should have played better anyways. Yeah. Should have been offense. in that situation. Should have had an offense. Yeah, so, um, yeah, moving on. Uh, let's go to Nebraska. 
Nebraska, if you guys don't know, I hope you do because most of the listeners are Husker fans. Nebraska took down the Northern Illinois Huskies 35 to 11. It should have been 35 to 3. Um, and we can just, we held them to under 100 yards pretty much the entire game. We can ex- honestly just take out that yeah, final we're, minute. We're and, taking out that final drive for North. So, Illinois. but yeah, um, very, very impressed. Poor, sport. um, Poor sports. Uh, Blake, you can go first. Uh, a couple takeaways you have from our win. Well, first, yeah, I just want to go off what I just said. Uh, poor sports by NIU to march it down the field, go for two, try an onside kick, and uh, just stupid. When you're in a game like that, I get it for pride, you know, still want to score, but to go for two. One of the coaches must have took the the over. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Um, And we didn't let it die there in the end. We, we did a run play, and that was kind of cool. We didn't kneel it. Um, but it sucks because... You know, Gabe Irvin Jr. and Ramir Johnson out for the year. I mean, Dwight Boodle. Dwight Boodle on he defense. He wasn't. Well, he, so that's. He came in. He just, he, and he started playing well, actually. Um, was the Colorado game that he came in, or was it just the NIU game? I, don't I can't remember. remember. But he, he didn't play in Freshman. that first Minnesota sucks. game. But yeah, it sucks for him. Um, we we need especially our, our our pass defense needs those people. But you know, he was also a freshman, so it's not. A and we, I I bring this up every time. We still don't have Marquise Buford Jr. back. Yeah, that's a huge uh, addition when he gets healthy. That mm-hmm. will really help us. But continue. But yeah, I was. It's kind of like what happened in the off season with like the transfer transfer portal stuff. I'd I'd uh, freak out to Dylan and and Dylan would be like, "Slow down here for a minute," and then we would gather ourselves back together and I'd actually be like, "Okay, it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world uh, to happen." But yeah, when you have two running backs that are very serviceable like that, um, but with you know, Dylan, with what you're saying with uh, Gabe Irvin Jr., it's like he didn't receive a lot of touches in the Minnesota game or the really the Colorado He wasn't getting game. touches anyways. Even though he was... Unfortunately, technically... he's probably our best running back, yeah. in my opinion. But looking at it now with the injuries, it gives Anthony Grant... Uh, he gets a you know, get another try. He gets a another go at being the starter, and then you also have Emmett Johnson, who's really fast. And then you have Quentin Ives. Maybe he gets some carries, but he's taller than Gabe Irvin. He's only like twenty pounds lighter, and he's a freshman. So yeah. Before uh, I give it, you know, to the rest of you guys, I have a question. Uh, this I saw. I started seeing it on uh, Husker Twitter about like what would happen if you know on Saturday Jeff Sims comes out as the starter, like they announce him, because like Harbor got a lot of cheers. Um, and I don't think Husker fans would ever boo Jeff Sims, but it's kind of a unique situation. You know, he plays two road games, two terrible. He has two terrible performances, and we don't get our good like home game. Like Harburg had had a, he's kind of lucky. You know, that was a weaker opponent, and it was at home, and so he you get that home field advantage, and he played well. Um, so, you know, when you compare them both, it's not really a fair comparison. Um, and I don't know. I I just feel like Husker fans are kind of in a unique spot. The past few years, they're more vocal about their displeasures than they really ever have been. Before, it's kind of been like. We'll stick with it. We'll stick with it. Now it's like we'll we'll stick with it, but we're still going to be vocal about things that need to be changed, and um, especially at the quarterback thing, because I mean that is your top player that you know has to perform well to win you a game. And I don't know. I I don't think he'd get boo if, booed if he was an announced starter, but I would not be shocked if he did though, just because of the situation yeah. that he's in. So I just want to put that out there. What you guys think about that? I don't agree with the booing. Um, Same. I, I don't think I would, because I we've been boom. they've been discussing this on Twitter, and this is a really big possibility. This happens, we will see both of them. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe Sims gets the first couple drives and maybe he disappoints and you start Harburg. I think this game will. I seen on the depth chart they put the or between Jeff Sims and Heinrich Harburg. Harburg. Yep. So honestly, it'll be a good chance for both quarterbacks to really show what they're about against a mid team this week, but um, less than mid actually. But I mean, it's a good experience. It's, I won't. I won't boo. I might just do it. Just to be a butthole, but I mean, I don't. I don't think you should boo. But like you said, Blake, I actually wouldn't be surprised if he is, because so many fans are behind the Heinrich Harburg local guy. Local guy, somewhat. I mean, I mean it's, it's two it's hours hard, away, but it's hard kid. It's all the fans. It's close gonna, enough. Yeah, all the fans are gonna love a Nebraska boy. Um, and I mean, he led us to a victory he pretty led easily. To a victory. Jeff Sims has four interceptions in the two games he's played. Um, yeah, I think it's a tough situation. And we for have eight Sims. turnovers on here, nine now. But yeah, I think it's a tough situation for Sims, and I hope he doesn't get booed because of that, because he's got thrown into a very tough situation, had just rough couple games. Um, I would like to see him come out and play this game and play well. Uh, Start his villain arc. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but also, I wouldn't mind Henrik. Henrik didn't look too bad. He didn't look stellar, but he looked he looked solid. So uh, either way, I I, I honestly think I know guy. this is kind of a bold take. I think Heinrich's a better runner. He's faster. He the, just seems faster. He didn't get the holes like Jeff Sims did against Colorado, but yeah. he looks fast. The thing that and he's not afraid to take con- running. He, he's not afraid of hit getting contact either. He that said himself, me, though. He said himself, he's bigger, he's stronger. Yeah. Well, he is taller. Me, he's six six. Or he's close to six six, so I'm not really that scared. I'm worried about that's his all he health. did in high school. Yeah, but I'm worried about his health. These are bigger, faster guys in well, Louisiana, not Louisiana. I don't recommend him running that much if he starts against Michigan. But this is Louisiana yeah, 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 Tech, yeah. so yeah, Louisiana Tech, he'll be fine. But like, I, I'm worried about his longevity and health, Henrik, the way he runs. Um, going back to the whole booing thing, I could just I could just see. Jeff Sims being announced the starter, everyone's going to be supportive, right? The second he makes that first mistake, that that fumbling the snap, that interception, I, I feel like all hell's going to break loose at it's, Memorial Stadium. It's, it, Dude, it's he'll get bad. the he'll get the Tanner lead um, uh, treatment. Treatment. Yeah, it's going to be ugly if if that if that's the case. But say like say like he starts, he we're up like fourteen nothing, and then he makes the mistake. I don't think anything. But if he does something on the the first drive that we have, it's 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 going to be ugly. Yeah. I agree that it will be bad if he makes a mistake early. But well, if he can ride the ship early, then I think he'll be fine. Yeah, we can just use that to segue right into it. Louisiana Tech Bulldogs are in Lincoln. Sonny Cumbies, I think that's his la- how you pronounce his last name. Second-year head coach brings his Bulldogs into Lincoln. Yikes. And he's already talked about how this will be the biggest defensive line they've he's ever gone against, at least as a head coach. Um, as a head coach. I mean, he was a coordinator at Texas Tech. This will be the probably the biggest stadium any of these players have gone to. I know Hank Bachmeyer, former Boise State quarterback. I don't know if he played at a bigger stadium than Memorial. Maybe if they played at Washington, but Washington's smaller than ours. So this will be a tough, tough game for them. It's going to be loud. Coming off a win, too, will really help us. But um, just uh, key things to watch. You guys have anything to Anything to watch? I mean, we talk about quarterback, but yeah. anything else? Um, I'm excited for Anthony Grant. You know, I, last year I remember just how how good he was early, 
and then it kind of kind of fell off the rails a little bit towards the end. And then obviously Gabe Irvin ended up getting the, the the main starting role, and then Anthony Grant was put in. He fumbled against Minnesota, and he kind of lost the support of a lot of fans. Um, but now I'm excited to see what he can do. See if he can bring back that 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 spark that he brought to the team. Um, but I think all in all. I don't think the Huskers will really be tested a lot in this game, so I, I think I think uh, I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, I agree. I think I would like to see Nebraska run the ball. I I thought we should have run the ball a little bit more against um, Northern Illinois. So I'd like to see him run the ball, especially against lesser opponent. With how good our O line has looked to start the season, at times they've looked really good. So I, I, establishing the run game a bit more would be nice. Um, but yeah, I've, I have a feeling Nebraska's going to look solid in this game. I forgot to pre- uh, preface this, too. Louisiana Tech's offense is better than NIU's, and it's not really that close. They're pretty explosive, but their defense is worse. Yeah, They've allowed 381 yards a game. Uh, they've allowed 205 rushing yards a game and only 176 passing yards a game. But these are against teams like FIU, North yeah. Texas, Northwestern State, UTEP. So, like, they haven't really been... I don't know if they played UTEP. That was as a guess. But they're 2-2, two and two, so... SMU. That's who, they, they, nah. who they've also played. So, nothing really too much, but uh, go ahead, Blake. Yeah, so I guess we I can start... Key off, things. Key things. Um, and then you can go into... Prediction. prediction. Okay, yeah. Key things, I mean, I... I think it all the first drive is what's going to matter. That's always how it been is for Nebraska. Last year, you know, that's the one shining thing. We were able to score on the first drive a lot, which was huge um, to kind of just put us ahead when we'd en- inevitably lose the game last year. Um, we seen it last week, too. Six plays. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. No, and that's what we've needed. And we've been close on those opening drives to score, um, and it finally clicked, and I think we'll have the same thing here. Um, I, I'm mentally preparing myself for a Jeff, Jeff Sims starting, um, just cause I, he's going to come back at some point and I'd honestly would rather see him back now than his first game back to be Michigan. That's a, just a brutal environment to throw him into, even though it's here, mm-hmm. it's still brutal to put him in that scenario. Um, with that, I, I think that our D backs are going to be caught a little bit out. Um, they're going to try to pass it. They're going to short they're gonna fast early. Um, and I think it's gonna they're gonna have a little bit of tempo that's gonna catch us a little bit off guard early. As for a score and my actual prediction, it's a little tough. At first, I was thinking, is this like a Georgia Southern situation? Not with that bad of defense, but with just with more points being scored. And I thought, no, not really. I mean, this is we are a team that I think is able to actually take over a game and control a game. Um, and so, uh, my my guess is uh, is. 38-14. Um, they're going to get a touchdown early. And it's kind of the same thing as what I said with NIU last week, you know, 24-14. I still thought our offense would struggle because I thought this would be the game that our offense really gets tuned up. But that last game proved that we can get our offense tuned up and working right. And I actually don't think – I think we can run it, and I think it's a good thing if we do. Like, I wouldn't be upset if we did a, a lot of run plays. But I honestly kind of want to see our passing get tuned up before the Michigan game just to have as many options as possible. So, yeah, I, I want to see um, Kemp get more action. and just we, we saw it in short spurts, and it's there. Um, I mean, he got his first touchdown of the year. Yep. Um, yeah, so that that's I, I want to see the offense more uh, pushed up, but yeah. All right, Trev. 
I got score Nebraska winning 31-17. I think our defense okay. is going to give up a little bit to a Louisiana Tech offense has been able to put up points, but I think our offense is going to keep clicking a little bit and get 31 up, uh, get a solid 14.1. Yeah. You have um, Louisiana Tech covering. You do. Yeah. 20 points. I, I was I was actually just going to say that. I think they opened up at 19 and a half. It's gone up to 20. Uh, as, yeah, I think that's probably about right. I have Nebraska oh, winning. Oh, it's 21 now. 21 now. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's exactly right then because I have them winning 31 to 10. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think they opened at 19 and a half. I, liked, I think that was probably pretty accurate, but I think it's, I think it's gone in the right direction for sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't think the Huskers are really going to be tested. Um, I think their defense is going to allow 10 or less points I, I think i think 31 to 10 is probably pretty 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 comfortable for me yeah so i think this game i was talking about this with you yesterday blake it's going to be concerning at first i think louisiana mm-hmm. tech they have a explosive offense smoke harris is really really good hank bachmeyer he's, he's a proven good quarterback i mean he did pretty well at boise state um running the ball they're pretty good at it as well um it's it's defense might struggle just for a little bit, just figuring stuff out, like figuring out because Smoke Harris he's he's fast, and I don't know if we have the speed on the outside to match up with him. I mean, I probably I would assume we probably put Quentin Newsom on him, but might be quick. I mean, it could be about a seventeen to ten lead for us going in a half, but that second half defense will settle in, offense will get going, who, mm-hmm. regardless of who's that quarterback. I got us winning thirty-eight to ten. So I know we have the same score, but it doesn't matter. Well, I, at thirty-eight fourteen. Oh, so thirty-eight ten. That's my score. So uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll head right into the pick'em. Welcome back to the last take. Jeez. Uh, so we're going to, right before we do our pick in here, I'm going to go through our standings. So after last week, I'm sitting in first place, 27-7 on the year. Uh, Blake's sitting in second, 21-13. You caught up a little bit. I've, You're still, well, I, still I, a bit of ways away. dug myself a hole with a few games that I've just, especially that week week two. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was the week I should not have picked the games I did, but you know. All right, so guys, so Trevor and Jake, so we keep track of our guest standings every week. So we'll highlight the best records, and I just I just highlight all of them typically every week. So uh, currently sitting Logan last week, he came on last week, he went seven and three, Ooh. which is pretty good, but no, it's still not good enough. Justice went eight and two when that's, he came on. That eight and two is that week two eight and week two he went eight and two, which is really impressive. Oh, and then Charlie, uh, he came on for week one, and he went five and five. So, yikes! Come on, Charlie. Mr. Wayne, so come on. Now. At least, at least try to beat that. That's. I, I, I have a feeling. I'm aim for that. the eight and two, though. No, so, I'm going. I'm going. How many games are we picking? Ten. Ten. I'm going ten and nine. Trevor might go one and nine. <laughs> <laughs> like it's very. It's it's like it's almost as that that take is like me saying Colorado's going one and eleven. And like so, not good. Not good. And okay. Deanne can take it and stick it. But. 
That's a very original comment. I've never heard that before. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know, right? Great comment. So, Wait, uh, did you guys not do a pick with Mark? Oh, yeah. He did. He did week zero. He did week zero. Oh, so That's when he did. Oh, yeah. We don't. We didn't count week zero because he oh. would have been like three and two or whatever. Oh, so. okay. oh that's, gotcha. that's respectable. All right. Mark. So, first game, 11 a.m. kick on ESPN. The Auburn Tigers are sitting 3-0, and go on the road to the real 12th man to take on the Texas A&M Aggies, who are 2-1. and Trevor. Actually, Blake. Sorry. Blake, you go first. <laughs> Um, this is an interesting matchup because, you know, I hadn't really thought about Auburn as a, just an option to win football games. Um, just because I, the, the way, the way, okay. I, the way I kept track of it was I just kind of forgot about them. I mean, um, their head coach is Hugh Freeze, right? Yes. Yeah. So you got Hugh Freeze, which means they it, Peyton Thorne from yeah. Michigan State. Yeah. So not terrible. So some interesting, um, um, you know, pieces there put together, um, Texas A&M, Two and one though I I don't know it's it's tough. Um, Miami is I think a pretty decent team, um, and they had a huge win over uh, University of Louisiana Monroe, uh, Monroe, forty seven to three. Texas but yeah I don't know it, it, if Auburn. I'm not saying this is kind of like when you get like you know your true conference matchups that kind of just determine things later on in the year, and I think this is one of those games that'll kind of set the tone for each one. But I got uh, Auburn winning it. I've suddenly become high of them. Not not to like do anything super crazy, but um, to at least have like a good seven and five year. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I'm going Texas A&M. I, I just, that's okay. <laughs> I I just I think Texas A&M is going to win some football games. So yeah, the fake out right there. Ah, uh, I'm gonna. You did a Lee, you did a Lee Corso. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Put the headgear on. And yep. Threw it off. Like, ah. Yeah. Nah, I'm not gonna uh, say that. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in Aggie Land, I think A&M rolls in this game. Auburn hasn't faced anyone of note like at all. UMass. They almost lost to Cal. Yeah, on the road. Cal Cal is being the teams they should have, um, but none of those teams are of note. A&M, like you said, Blake had that loss against Miami, but. I, I think with the twelfth man, even though it's eleven a.m. kick, I think go Doesn't Aggies matter. in this one. I got A and M. I'll keep it short and sweet. Give me the Aggies. Dang it! You guys put me in a bad situation here. You get you get complete the sweep. Either, um, I think this matter. game will be good regardless. Um, it should be close. I don't think A and M is as good as. Well, they're not good, but um, Auburn they're kind of mid too, like. They haven't really played anybody, like you said, Trevor. Cal on the road, that's not easy. Nine nine thirty kick, at least Central Standard Time. But um you know what? Why not? Take Auburn in this one to upset Texas AM. Texas AM's not that good, but it'll be tough for them to win. But I think they'll get a close like three point victory in this one. So moving on, the number four Florida State Seminoles, who I don't know how they almost lost, but they Beat Boston College last week. They go on the road to Clemson, South Carolina to take on the Clemson Tigers. Blake. Yeah, interesting matchup. I think what's going to be the key here is defense. Um, Clemson, you know, the one, I guess, decent team they played is Duke, and they had no offense that game. I uh, This game is going to determine a lot of things towards the end of the year, um, and that's why it's... 
I I like Florida State, but that Boston College game, you know, kind of was it wasn't close at first, but they made it closer in the end, and that's what you don't like to see. I mean, thirty-one twenty-nine, that is way too close. Um, but again, the ACC, they may have some good teams at the top, but I, if you put them in, any, in a lot of other conferences, I don't think they'll perform as well. Um, I don't know. I mean. Who's the clear favorite? North Carolina? Mm. It's Florida State still. I know Florida State Florida 3-0, State but like I'm saying, I'm, I'm picking uh, Clemson here, actually, uh, because the defensive side of things, I think Clemson's defense is, is better than uh, Florida State's defense, and it's going to allow Clemson to get some offense there. And, you know, if Florida State loses this game, who becomes your clear favorite? I don't know, for the ACC. For me, it's Duke. Duke looks yeah. solid. solid. Anyways. Yeah, until they play Florida State. So. Yeah. And then they'll yeah. say they lose that game, and it's just kind of like a crazy situation. But, yeah. Yeah, Florida State. Anyways, I, I thought it was going to be unique here with this upset. But Blake rolled with Clemson Tigers. I'm going to have to roll with the Tigers, too. I don't think it's really an upset, you know? It's, it's, it is in this situation because Florida State's number four in the country. Un- number four, yeah. And unranked Clemson. But, yeah, it's it's an upset. I I got Clemson. It's in Death Valley. That's all I need to know. Clemson. I'm not saying Sweeney. Clemson is beatable though. There, South yeah, Carolina no, went in there and beat them last year. No, they're definitely beatable there, but that is a tough environment to go into. I I got Clemson in this one. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I had Clemson win in this game, but <laughs> well, I, 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 I want to be different now. Okay. So if if me being different means that I'm picking Florida State to win, give me that all day. I'll, yeah. take, I'll take I'll mm-hmm. take Florida State after that. I'm taking Florida State too. Um, I don't like Kay Klubnik. He is he has good stats right now for sure, but they haven't played anybody other than Duke. They played Charleston Southern, beat them. They didn't look good. I mean, they, yes, they put up sixty six, but they were. How can you? Not but their good? first half, they were so bad, they were losing for like the majority of that first half, and then they played FAU, which Casey Thompson got injured, like pretty early in the game. So, um, but they're not supposed to lose that. I don't really. I know Death Valley is not an easy place to play, but I just don't think Clemson is the same old Clemson. So give me the Seminoles. I think they cover two and a half. Um, they win by seven. In this one, it will be close, but I just and also another thing to factor in it is projected. Their the weather is saying it's going to be raining during the game, so that could be a little interesting. So, but regardless, I'm going to take the Seminoles on this one. So moving on. Oh God, number nineteen, Colorado. Oh. Colorado goes on. Colorado goes on the road into Eugene to take on. The number 10 Oregon Ducks. I know, Blake, you're really high on Oregon, so I'll let you go first. Yeah, I like Oregon a lot. Uh, I think it's going to be very close in the first half. I think it's going to be... I think both teams actually... uh, They're going to get some scores, but I think there's going to be like... It's kind of like the Nebraska early on, except with more offense. The Nebraska-Colorado game where like... I think it would be like maybe like 14-14 at half or something like that. Um, But I think Oregon's going to turn it on. When they in the second half um, and do something that Colorado State wasn't able to do and actually just close out the game. I mean, Colorado State didn't have to do much there in the end, but they did everything wrong like Nebraska does and and finds a way to lose, and that's kind of what Colorado State did. I mean, they clearly had multiple chances to win the game, and Oregon is easily the best team they face. I'm high in Oregon, 
But here's the thing that scares me. It's it, they're a team that I just feel like will shoot themselves in a foot in the foot and lose a game that they should. They'll lose the Washington. Yeah, Washington. And next thing you know, that puts them out of contention. You know, one loss, two losses don't look bad, but then you're not in the playoffs. So yeah, but give me the Oregon Ducks. I I think they're gonna win big in the end, but it won't be till the fourth quarter. Uh before you go, Trevor. Mm-hmm. Oregon is twenty one point favorites in this. Good. That's, That's tough. Insane. I mean, I get it's out in Eugene, but... That's a tough place to play. That's probably that one of the tough. toughest places to play in the country. Yeah. Oregon has looked solid so far. They had a little bit, bit of a scare. I think Texas Tech Lubbock. is a lot better team than they showed week one. Yeah, I think I. that's a tough place to go into, too. Anywhere Power 5 school, most places are going to be tough going to. But Texas Tech, teams always seem to struggle there. Um, Bo Nix has almost 900 yards on the season, eight touchdowns. I... I think it's going to be close because Colorado, as much as I hate them, I think they are a decent football team. They're going to, they've, they've haven't looked bad, but they've also not looked like a powerful team in those games. They've looked very beatable. They just have gone the right opponents so far to go 3 0, get all this hype. I got Oregon in this one, not by 21. I think it's going to be a 10 point game. I think it's going to be a close one. But I don't think Colorado's defense holds up enough. Give me the Ducks. Uh, yeah, I think that 21 points is ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> sorry. I do have Oregon winning this game, but I think it's going to be a really, really, really good game. Closer than a lot of people think. Um, definitely Colorado's going to keep it close. I think I like what Blake was saying where it, he, he could be tied at halftime or Colorado might even be up at halftime. But mm-hmm. I think in the second half... Oregon's really going to put their foot on the gas and win the game, but I think I think within within single digits is going to be what it's going to come down to. So yeah, give me the give me the Ducks. This has shootout written all over it. Both defenses are kind of well. Oregon's is better, but I have a feeling both defenses will struggle to get stops. Um, it's it the over under seventy and a half. That's a lot of points. Yeah. I think this one would be really, really. It should be very interesting to see how good Shadur Sanders looks against a actual defense. And I, I say actual. I guess Nebraska's wasn't bad, but he struggled in the last two games. The starting off the games, like he struggled against Nebraska at the beginning. He struggled against Colorado State for most of the game. He can't do that again if he wants to stay in this game. Um, I think Oregon wins this game. I'm thinking about 14 points they win, so I guess Colorado covers 21, but I, I think Oregon wins this by two touchdowns. So, uh, Moving on, another Pac-12. It's a loaded Pac-12 slate this week. Number 22, UCLA goes on the road to Salt Lake City to take on the Utah Utes. Uh, Blake, go ahead. I like UCLA, um, but I also like Utah. The Pac-12 is just fun this year. Um, seeing this many competitive teams, um, I've mentioned on the podcast before that We've talked about last year reference that they may have been the best conference at one point, and then you know it, it turned out that they weren't necessarily. But it's fun. One final year for the Pac-12, and they're giving it their all, man. It's it's been again enjoyable. Like I said, I don't know. I I UCLA has not really played anybody yet, and that is just my worry that they look good, but. They go to their first conference opponent and they lose. And I, I'm, I'm gonna pick Utah here. Um, I just think it's the safest bet. 
And I'm kind of picking this one, hopefully, as a safe bet to get one back on you, Dylan, if, say, you pick another team, which right. hopefully you do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was looking to see, is Cam Rising playing? I don't even know That's at this point. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I think Utah wins either way. Like Blake said, UCLA hasn't played anyone stellar so far. You always got to be careful with Sunbelt with Coastal Carolina. but And UCLA struggled to begin both against Coastal Carolina and San Diego State. They let both of those teams stay close at least through halftime. So I think, and then Utah is just Utah's solid. really struggled against Baylor, though. That is true. Really struggled. Yeah, they had a Baylor's not that good, end. to be honest. Yeah, no, Baylor doesn't look impressive, but I think Utah, especially if they have Cam Rising, will win this game. Give me the Utes. Um, I feel like for the past however many years, every single time I watch a Utah game, Utah wins the game. Um, but that game's at 2.30. I will not be watching that game, which means they're not going to win the game. So <laughs> give me the Bruins. Okay, this is how I look at it. Utah wins if they have Cam Rising. That's how I look at it. For sure, they win. But UCLA, Dante Moore, former five-star from this last year's class, starting as a true freshman, has done very well. He's much better than Utah's backup, in my opinion. This one's tough, but, you know, uh, I'll take Utah, just the benefit of the doubt. Um, if they have Cam Rising, yeah, for sure they're going to win. But uh, just give me Utah on this one. I, I, I do think they're the better football team, at least defensively they're much better. So They're not much better yardage-wise, but I just think they're better. So moving on. Number 15, Ole Miss is going on the road into, yeah, Alabama. Number 13, Alabama, uh, 230 CBS. This one will be fun. Go ahead. It's going to be a fun one. Um, I, I got the Rebels in this one just to keep it short and sweet. I think that they actually have an offense. Alabama does not have an offense. And, you know, I hate to relate everything back to Nebraska, but we are primarily a Nebraska podcast, so it's fun to do so there. But, like, you know, we got like Nebraska and an even team, great defense and a great offense. You just lose games. I mean, you have to put up points somehow. Um, and when Alabama's defense isn't doing that, their offense isn't doing that, you don't win games. You barely win games. Um, give me Ole Miss. This can be a statement win for Ole Miss and potentially cementing themselves at the top of the West in the SEC. Yeah, I like the Rebels in this one. Alabama has not looked like themselves this year. Don't really have a solid QB bouncing around a bunch of different QBs. Um, it is tough to go to Tuscaloosa and win, but I, I got the Rebels in this one. As much as I want it to be a hotty toddy party in Tuscaloosa, I just I just can't see it. I think I think Bama Bama gets back on track. I know they've struggled a bit this season, uh, but I think they really do get back on track. I think they uh, think they definitely cover however i don't know what the spread is or anything but i think they're gonna cover win whatever give me the crimson tide i thought you're gonna take ole miss for a second i was like you're you guys really making me take alabama bama's favored by seven by the way six and a half give it to me oh six and a half yeah i was looking at the start line um this one's interesting I think Ole Miss offensively they're much better than Alabama, but I think Alabama's defense is much is better than Ole Miss, and I think they have the athletes to slow down Ole Miss's offense. Jackson Dart has done pretty well. I honestly believe Alabama should never bench Jalen Milrow. 
starting Tyler Buckner was probably the worst decision Nick Saban's made in the past in his entire career, probably. It was really, really bad. Tyler Buckner wasn't even good at Notre Dame to begin with. Um, and Jalen Milrow, yes, he's inexperienced. This is his chance to – He gets, this is his second chance. And I think Alabama, they have Ole Miss's number right now. Give me Alabama. I think they're better than people think. It's just they're just not going to be as good as they normally are. So uh, it's just good. give me Bama in this one. So moving on, this one's a little interesting too. Or Kansas gets a face off against a new Big Twelve opponent. BYU goes into David Booth Kansas Memorial Stadium. That's a mouthful. Both are undefeated in this one. This is a little interesting. Um, yeah, Blake, go ahead. Yeah, BYU, uh, pretty good win over Arkansas. Um, Arkansas is one of those teams I don't know that is just like kind of just mid lower in the SEC sometimes. Um, and you know, they're uh, Arkansas two and one. Um, but I like Kansas. I've suddenly have that Jayhawks energy flowing through me. I don't know why, but I I kind of like them to spoil some parties in, in the Big 12 this year. Um, so, yeah, give me give me the Kansas Jayhawks. I don't know why, but whenever I see BYU, especially when they're 3-0, like when they start rolling a little bit, they always go under a radar, and for some reason I always feel like they're going to win. It's hard to go into the booth, especially as of the past year. The booth has become a rowdy place, but I, I don't know why. But I, I feel the Mormons in this one will take the win. I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, not much to say about it other than I, I just I just never find myself going with BYU. I just never have. I don't think I ever will. Um, so give me the, give me the Jayhawks. I, I like Kansas in this one. Um, I'm gonna take BYU. So two and two in this one. Um, Caden Slovis is still in college. Why? Uh, but he's looked pretty good for BYU this year. Um, 660 yards, six touchdowns, only one interception compared to Jalen Daniels. I think that's how it – is it Jaden or Jalen? I think it's Jalen. So Jalen – and there's they're too close. Jalen Daniels. Jaylen, yeah, it's – He has 575 yards, only two touchdowns, one interception. But the only thing Kansas has over BYU is their running back, Neal for – What's his name? Devin Neal is a very good running back for um, Kansas, and he will be an interesting player for BYU to game plan for. I think BYU – I'll give BYU the win. I think they've been more tested. I don't think – I'm going to be honest, Kansas almost lost to Nevada last week. They beat a not very good Illinois team at home, and they played Missouri State compared to BYU, who's played Arkansas, and I think Arkansas is a way better opponent than Nevada and Illinois. So give me BYU. Just I think they're more tested. So moving on to the next one, another Pac-12 game. Number 14, Oregon State goes on the road to Pullman to take on the number 21 Washington State Cougars. Go ahead. This tough choice, it's going to be a competitive game. I, I feel like it's going to be very entertaining. Definitely one of the games that after the Nebraska game is over is one of the ones. I'm, it's going to be high scoring. Yep, Pac-12 after dark. Or it's not really after dark. That's six. That's a close, respectable close time. Enough. Um, but it's going to be one that I can't wait to watch after the Husker game. Uh, I don't know. This, this is tough. These are two teams that kind of feel like are equal to each other. 
um, in, in a lot of the sense of just where they'll end up at the end of the year in the Pac-12 standings. But I got Oregon State for, I mean, it, you got Cam Ward and then you got DJ Ugulele. You know, they're two pretty decent quarterbacks. Now, Ugulele does have two interceptions on the year, and Cam Ward has none. So that is definitely a little wrinkle that could show up, especially in a more competitive game. Um, but yeah, also rush yards. Cam Ward leads the team in, in rushing yards. Only ninety five. Only ninety five. So passing going to be a premium here, or maybe someone can maybe run the ball. I don't know, but I'm going to go with Oregon State. Battle of the Pack Two. Yeah, the, literally the last yeah, game. Yeah. The Pack Two is going to put on a show. I think. Saturday night out in Pullman. I think I always lean towards the home teams in these 50 50 matchups. Um, like you talked about, Cam Ward slinging the ball almost a thousand yards, nine touchdowns. Oregon State's defense has given up a good amount of passing yards throughout their games 200 in their uh, first and third game, 200 at least against San Jose State and San Diego State, and 160 something against UC Davis. Um, so I think Cam Ward's going to have his way, get to sling the ball around, and I think Washington State comes out with a win. I'm a fan of any team that beats Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, there's there's no way I'm going to go against Washington State here. Uh, yeah, give me the Cougars. Yeah, hey, I like that analysis right there. <laughs> Give me the Cougs. <laughs> I think Cam Ward's better than DJ Ugalegi lately. Um, not that I think both teams are really good. It's going to be high, high scoring. No, defenses are just not going to exist in this one, I think. The over is definitely going to hit. The over under is only 58 and a half. Oh, yeah. That That's definitely good. hitting. That over is hitting. I'd hammer that. Um, but I think both quarterbacks are really good. They're both having good games. I just think Washington State, since they beat Wisconsin, like Jake said, I'm taking Washington State. So um, moving on, this one, game day, game of the week. I should have put this last, but it's okay. Number six, Ohio State is going on the road into South Bend. They take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, the Catholics. We got <laughs> Blake. I don't know. This is a tough matchup. Um, huge for either team to escape victory here. I think... For either of these teams, this is um, you lose this game, you're not going to the playoffs. Um, Ohio, uh, I mean Notre Dame won't. Yeah, I think Ohio State could probably make it, but they, if they get the wins. Later, yeah, but I'm saying it. like one loss could lead to two losses, which would be. True. I assume that I get you. I assume they lose to Michigan. I get the I get yeah, the idea process. Yeah, I gotta go with Ohio State. I don't think they should be as penalized as much. I gotta give Joel Klatt a lot of props because he. For I was getting for a while there his takes were getting a little hot and I'm like okay what's up bro and then he finally last uh, this past week um had some good uh, thoughts especially in Ohio State just getting penalized for stuff they really shouldn't and, um in the AP poll and just in general and getting talked about and Ohio State um struggled early on in the year but now they're they're getting actually into their flow, and I think that's definitely going to help them. Um, Notre Dame has really not played anybody. Neither has Ohio State. Neither has Ohio State. Um, I wouldn't say Notre Dame hasn't played. They played, they played Indiana. State. Well, they played Indiana. Indiana's not good. NC State would is a way better opponent than yeah. Indiana. Yeah. 
but yeah. So I mean, it you have you've had sort your tune up games. This is gonna be a big one. Definitely gonna be a fun one to watch. But give me the Buckeyes. Yeah, I think this is gonna be a great matchup. Um, thing that Murray's meme is Ohio State's QB, if I believe. Like Kyle that. McCord. Yeah, they, uh, if, from what I've heard, I haven't gotten to watch any Ohio State games. He's but, okay. Yeah, he hasn't looked like a Ohio State quarterback, just like out in Alabama. They don't have a solid, like, a caliber of quarterback that they're used to. Notre Dame with, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Sam Hartman has, in my mind, just looked very impressive. Going out to Ireland against Navy, Winning by almost 40. Coming back home against Tennessee State. Destroying them. Playing a solid NC State team on the road. Rain delay and all. Still wins by 20. I th- I think Notre Dame has just looked too solid for me to go against them. I got Notre Dame. Look, I love Hartman. I like his beard. It really, it really is nice. Um, but... Uh, I, I really just can't go against the Big Ten team here. I, I really like the the Buckeyes in this game. Um, it's in it's a, it's at Notre Dame, right? Yes. yes. Oh, that makes it really, really, really tough. Because if it was in if it was uh, if Ohio State was hosting, then I think that would be a no brainer for me. Oh yeah. But because it's in South Bend, uh, it's it's tough. But I, I still I'm still leaning Buckeyes here. So yeah, give me the Buckeyes. I feel like these two teams really match up really well. I, it's really close. Both offenses are explosive. Defenses are impressive. Both of them haven't really played anybody. Kyle McCord is nowhere near Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman is 64 for 90, 1,061 yards, and 13 touchdowns, no interceptions. Very impressive, especially, like you said, Trevor, against a good NC State team. On the other end, Ohio State, Kyle McCord, 815 yards, six touchdowns, only one interception. He hasn't looked great. He's definitely better than Devin Brown, their backup. So, I don't know. Notre Dame has uh, Audric Estime. He's really good. He's one of the best running backs in the country. This, But the only thing Ohio State has over Notre Dame, Notre Dame don't have any Marvin Harrison Jr., the best wide receiver in the country. But it is also in South Bend. This one's going to be tough. Give me the Fighting Irish in this one. Normally, I don't pick Notre Dame. I don't know why I have an issue with them, but I think Notre Dame wins this one by three points. It's going to be close. It's going to come down to a game-winning field goal. So, moving on, the wideout game, number 24, oh, Iowa. Yes, this is oh. wideout. Number 24, Iowa Hawkeyes going on the road into Happy Valley. Take on the number seven Penn State Nittany Lions. Blake. Um, yeah, Penn State gets in a lot of trouble from Iowa sometimes. Iowa's injured their quarterback and kind of lost track of that year. Was that 2021? Yeah, 2021. 21, when Penn State was number two in the country. Yeah, um, and really derailed their season. Um, That's the last time they played. Yep. So this is going to be interesting. I think Penn State is a better team now than they were that year. Um, and Iowa, while they may have done good on offense for once with 41 points, Here's the way that I see the game flowing out real quick. Um, I think Penn State's going to take control early, but Iowa's going to get in there late. They're going to they're going to make it close late, kind of like how the Nebraska Iowa game was, where it just seemed like everything was going Nebraska's way, but then Iowa got close. I don't think it's be that disastrous, 
but I think Penn State could go up like a flashy two scores, but Iowa will dig themselves out of the hole and, and come back in it, but they're not going to win. Give me Penn State. I, I still am strong with Penn State, and uh, this is going to be one of Iowa's deciding losses of the year. I was going to say this is going to be a close game, and I still think it would probably be decently close, but a wideout is just so difficult. I mean, that is a difference maker. It is a big difference maker, uh, but... I, I think it's just going to be interesting. Iowa did, like you said, put up finally some points on... Uh, Most uh, of it was defense and special teams, though. Yeah, but... Offenses weren't a, good. Tracked to 300 points for Iowa's OC. That was a big boost. It's going to not look good in the next now. couple of weeks, though. Yeah, no, I think it's going to suffer. But I think Iowa's defense is going to keep this game, keep them in this game a little bit. I think Penn State pulls away at the end. It makes it a 2-3 score game. At the end, um, but give me the Nittany Lions. Um, I see this game playing out kind of how the Penn State-Illinois game played, how Penn State kind of really didn't get going the entire first half, and then kind of all of a sudden they, they pulled things together and ended up beating Illinois pretty pretty bad almost. Um, yeah, I, I just can't ever see myself picking a Hawkeye, Hawkeye win, and because it's a whiteout game, I, I, just, I just think it's going to be – be uh, a, a pretty big blowout in Happy Valley. Yeah. Let's just say Penn State fans will be happy after this game. Uh, for sure. Penn State, I think they're a way better team than Iowa. I don't even know why. I hate the fact that Iowa's ranked. I don't think they should be ranked, but I don't think you rank Clemson either. So it's at that point to where like it's so early in the season, you yeah, can't really pick anybody. Rank Mizzou instead? like. Uh, maybe. Um, maybe I mean, I think they're 3-0. I think they're, team that comes to mind. I think Mizzou could probably be. beat Iowa. I'm going to be completely maybe. honest. So, <sighs> Penn State, they're way better than Iowa. I do think it will stay close. I think at first it will be pretty close. I mean, Iowa, can their defense will keep them in. But I think Drew Aller with the the dish, uh, with Catron Allen and Nicholas Singleton, Iowa doesn't – I don't think they're good enough to stop that. And so I think Penn State will win. They're favored by 15. Give me Penn State by 20. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you said blowout too. You said a blowout too. So I I don't yeah, think we're paying attention yeah. enough. For it. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't matter. All right. Finally, the last game. It's kind of a weird one to end off with. UCF undefeated is going on the road to face off against their new. Big 12 rival, the Kansas State Wildcats. They lost, like we said earlier, by a 61-yard field goal by Mizzou on the road. All right. Yeah. So uh, UCF, they their three wins, uh, Kent State, uh, Boise State, and Villanova. Uh, Boise State maybe the best out of that bunch. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to look at that. Kansas State. Well, they haven't played anybody besides Missouri up until the game. Missouri. Um, they barely lost it, which. You know, I I gotta I'm not gonna count that as a win, but I mean that's a trying effort. You know, they played great that entire game, and it was kind of towards the, lost to the better team. Yeah, it's it just who was able to come out with the last drive there, and it was Missouri. Um, so uh, give me Kansas State. Uh, I think UCF will be solid uh, the rest of this year, but they are gonna lose it to K State. I think K State's still a pretty solid team, but they do have some flaws. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't got too much on this game. I I think K State better team at home. Give me the Wildcats. Yeah, the Missouri K State game was probably one of my favorite games all year so far. Um, the ending was was fantastic, 
But I think now K-State's hungry. They want it. Um, I think they're going to bounce back in a huge way against UCF. So give me give me the Wildcats. This one's weird, okay? UCF is averaging 617 yards a game. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. That is insane. That's, that is John Reese Plumley. He's done all right this year. He's a good quarterback. Rushing, they're done pretty well. This one's going to be really close. I think since you all, all you guys took K-State, I'm just going to be the Herb Street here to take UCF in this one just to not be a full sweep. Um, I think either either team can win this game, and I can see a situation where Kansas State wins. They want they coming off a loss, coming back home. It's it's pretty hard. It's it's not it's it's just one of those games. But UCF's a good football team, and I like John Reese Plumley. So give me give me the Knights in this one. So I'll set it off to Blake. We can close. Yeah. So I want to thank you guys for coming on. It's was fun having uh, you know more than just three people on so yeah the roommates on and uh trevor i know you have something that you want to shout out oh do i i, I we're not doing that anymore oh you aren't doing that no doing, we haven't you guys... done that in a while oh. Oh. Uh, yeah we, that's, me that's... and jack have gotten lazy with it so <sighs> i see Darn. You guys, i see you guys get back in the studio and start uh start back up everyone maybe, it was an enjoyable maybe. podcast to listen to yeah, it was Thank thanks you. for having Thank me you. uh any anytime i'm transitioning over to you boy <laughs> settle, oh, settle down for a yeah, second sorry. slow down and other things about you jake yeah send it over to jake <laughs> what's going on with you now What's going you, on in your you, life? Now, yeah. you say yeah, now I'm quiet. I got, I got yelled at, man. I got, I got to deal with Blake all morning tomorrow too. So nine thirty. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, anytime, just just let me know. It was fun. <laughs> Definitely a rambunctious episode off air. <laughs> Some stuff that the listeners won't know. It's gonna be that that uh, yeah. yeah. Jake's looking yeah. confused. Like he didn't cause all of it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Uh, it's, it was a fun episode, Dylan. What do you nice. think about the episode? That was pretty good. Solid. Solid. All right. Well, hopefully you guys, you know, knock Justice off his pedestal with I his so. best record. I don't, I don't want Justice to have It's kind of a tough week, head. though, the pick. Yeah, this, hey, was, a lot a, of good this was a good game. Hey, I'm not a betting man, but if I was, <laughs> just just l- listen back to all of my picks and just take all of my picks and you'll you'll be 10-0 too. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, shout out to our socials, uh, Twitter. Capital TLT, the last take twenty two, and then Instagram, all lowercase, all lowercase last take, take pod, last take pod, and then Facebook, Facebook, the last take. So yeah, uh, let's go around the horn here, Dylan. Uh, Presented by Dylan. Presented by Dylan. Jake. Trevor. Blake. I already said it. You didn't say GBR. Oh, come on now, <laughs> Dylan. That's your thing. Go big red.